All right. Well, does that mean we want to jump right in today? Uh, we can. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the damn thing. Maybe I shouldn't sing. Uh, that might We might lose some viewers on that one. Shane still wants to do a musical Sorry. episode, so. <laughs> and this is it. <laughs> uh, I think I attempted a while back. Didn't I sing some sort of intro? Yeah, you so. did uh, for Loch, the Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thank you for tuning in to the Paranormal Minds, the premier podcast we're discussing with the paranormal. Tonight, I'll be your host. My name is Shane, and I am joined by my two co-hosts and buddies, Hello. Tommy and Josh. How'd they do? And tonight, going to discuss something usually I would have shied away from from but uh been a little interested here recently maybe it's the spirit of spooky season and you know watching hocus pocus getting into the sanderson sister vibes and things (laughs) things like that but uh tonight i wanted to to discuss the salem witch trials oh wow i I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet yeah Mm All right, so before we jump into the actual Salem trials, I thought it'd be cool to kind of go back and look at the history of these witch trials, these witch hunts, right? Because, uh, and I was definitely wrong on where I thought they started. Uh, so we, we all know they're nothing new. They've been around forever. But I didn't realize that they started around the year 300 BC. Oh, wow. And yeah, because I thought it you know was tied to, you know, the... The, the new era, you know, the AD type re- religions. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but it was interesting how it started. So back back in, you know, 300, uh, 200 BC, the Roman Empire actually passed laws against bad magic, essentially. So they knew they were their shamans, their, their potion makers, their witches, if you will. But they also knew that there were bad ones that did that, too. So they had a Latin word, uh, vinavicium, which means poisoning and causing harm by magic. So they they made the law, uh, making that illegal, and went as far, one point there was an epidemic came through, an illness that killed a lot of people. Well, witchcraft was blamed the, that this vinavicium was, was the cause. So they put to death 5,000 magic practitioners in Italy between the years of 184 and 180 BC. 
I'm like 5,000 people for a a pandemic, essentially. Like, yeah, okay. No, right. So those those kind of laws and those kind of witch trials, if you will, went on for a long time, and then we enter into the Christian era. And this surprised me even more. So interestingly enough, the mass majority of churches and church leaders did not support witch hunts or executions of witches. Uh, it was said and written numerous times by a bunch of these guys out there uh, that Christians should not believe in magic or witches, so no one should kill any of them for practicing because that's acknowledgement that you think it's real. And I'm like, that actually makes sense. All right, good on you, old school Christians. Uh, <laughs> now, of course, through through those years, there were people that disagreed and still did their own thing. You You probably have heard of a lot of famous witch trials and famous executions during those early years, but essentially those people were all going rogue. That is until night or 1984, 1484. Good old Pope Innocent VIII. I love that name, Pope Innocent. He made a decree and authorized the punishment and correction, as I called it, of uh, essentially devil worshipers. So anybody who did not practice the Christian belief or uh, practice Christ or uh, practice witchcraft, it was okay to kill them under the command of this pope in 1484. Well, you can imagine now we're cooking with gas, right? Because that that's when everything went nuts. Uh, just two years later, in 1486, a guy named Heinrich Kramer and his partner Jacob Springer. Uh, they were two inquisitors for the Catholic Church. They wrote something called the Malleus Maleficarum. And this is the, it's the guide to how to recognize a witch and how to torture and execute said witch. So they, they slapped this book all over the place. Uh, that, that word, those words translate from Latin essentially to the witch hammer. Uh... So yeah, they they started going nuts. They they put that all out there so far to the point that a couple hundred years later of killing witches, Parliament over there and across the seas in 1604 passed the Witchcraft Act of 1604. So I'm not gonna read through all that, but Google that. The language in that that law is crazy. It's hilarious. It's well worth a read, but. Again, now not only the Catholic Church said you could kill witches, now the government said you could kill witches. Uh, So just to kind of summarize all those years, from the years 1500 to 1660, there's an estimated number of about 80,000 people were executed for witchcraft in Europe. So after the 1,400 years of peace, just over a couple hundred years, we kill 80,000 people. All right, now we're getting closer to Salem. Let's hop over to America. The uh, the first witch to actually be tried and executed in America was ac- actually in 1647, and that was in Hartford, Connecticut. A uh, lady by the name of Alice Young. Now we're in America, and now we, we got the backstory on why everybody was killing witches. It's all because of Pope Innocent. So thanks a lot, Pope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so finally we get we get to Salem. All right, let's we get we stretch out a little, ready to jump into the 
what's the term? Chicken and potatoes of this story? Beef and potatoes. (laughs) Some kind of meat and potatoes. So the year is 1692, and we go to the struggling Puritan village of Salem. The uh, village's reverend, Samuel Paris, suddenly had his daughter Elizabeth and his niece Abigail Williams uh, start having fits, acting weird. They would have violent, crazy outbursts and were just acting all around crazy. At the same time that these two started having these fits, another local girl of the name Ann Putman started having the exact same issues. So they brought the three children to a local doctor who evaluated the children and declared bewitchment was the cause. So, shortly after the three little girls, aged 9, 11, and 12, respectively, accused three local women for said bewitchment. Number one was Tatuba. She was a slave to the Paris family, uh, said to be indigenous to Central America. The Parises purchased her in Barbados, as where they originally acquired Tatuba. That feels so gross to say, but we know how they did things back then. Uh, Number two was Sarah Good, a local homeless woman, essentially. Uh, Homelessness has always been a problem in America. And Sarah Osborne, uh, we're just going to go with she was an impoverished elderly woman. Uh, There's a lot of different shit talk on good old Sarah Osborne, but the most consistent thing is she was poor and old. So shortly shortly after these three women were accused and brought in, Many other young girls became afflicted with the same symptoms, like just all of a sudden, uh, just a few of their names, Mercy Lewis, Elizabeth Hubbard, Mary Walcott, and Mary Warren, all were having the exact same issues, and were all essentially pretty young, like that 12 and under age range. So the three accused women were brought into court for questioning, and Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne denied any sort of guilt. They're like, oh no, we didn't do anything. Tatuba, however, confessed at everything. And she had elaborate tales. I mean, you come up with it, it, she said it. There were black dogs and yellow birds and crazy cats involved in her stories. But the most interesting pieces to me was that uh, she was visited by the devil. He, he asked her to, to serve him. And after that, the devil sent a tall man with white hair that had a book. And she was to sign the book and, you know, devoting her servitude to the cause, if you will. Uh, So, yeah, she signed the book. She signed up for this uh, Devil's Legion of Witches. And uh, she claimed that there were many others in the village that also signed the book. And that their goal was to uh, kill the villagers. Now, from there, that's when everything goes nuts. Right Over the next few months, tons of people are accused of witchcraft and, and accused of harming the community members. Even a four-year-old little girl, a four-year-old girl was accused and brought to court for a hearing because she was a devil-worshipping witch. Makes sense. <laughs> I would have nice. loved to have been, been at that court game. <laughs> well, I think at one point they even tried, at least in England or somewhere, they did a cat or a dog, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there are dogs a little later in this story. (laughs) (laughs) 
My bad. You're my jumping bad. ahead, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So while all this craziness is going on, the deputy governor of the colony, a guy by the name of Thomas Danforth, started attending the hearings. And that, that made things a bit more serious. You know, now the, the top guys are involved. So Danforth brought the findings of these hearings back to the state governor, William Phipps, who then in turn founded a special court in, the, in May of 1692, which would start judging the trials. Now, a lot of this judging and everything is from that book I mentioned earlier, that Malleus Maleficarum. Uh, so they knew how to identify the witches and then all the weird torture methods. We've all heard that old one where you throw them in the, mm-hmm. the lake and if they sink and drown, they're not a witch. But if you know they survive, they are a witch and they're killed anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where that came from. <laughs> so, of this new official court set up, Bridget Bishop was the first brought in front of this new court. Do you think she was found guilty or innocent? Guilty. Guilty! Yeah, she was hung on <laughs> June 10th, and that was the first execution. From then, from there, the accused came in in droves. Uh, five people were executed in July, five more in August, eight more in September. One guy uh, by the name of Giles Corey was smashed to death between two boulders just because he refused to go to trial. He's like, I'm not a witch. This is silly. I'm not going to trial. And they're like, oh, you must be a witch, and the way to kill male witches is to smash you between two boulders. So that was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But here's here's where your dogs come in, Tommy. Even two dogs were tried and executed because they showed signs that they were in servitude of Satan. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> how? Just how? I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> like, what, 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 what was the dog Can doing? You imagine that trial. <laughs> you weren't a good boy, were you? Were you? No. Chewing slippers. It's over there wagging its tail. Oh, right. It looks over and licks the four-year-old girl like, oh, yeah, they're in cahoots. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. <laughs> so by, by the end of the trials, over 200 people had stood trial. 20 people were executed, and at least, this number is at least five people died in jail awaiting trial. Just yeah. sitting in there. Well, the, the trials eventually wrapped up. After, I think it took about a year uh, for them to officially wrap up, but after that September, they started dwindling down. And, of course, the government was like, uh, my bad, and left. Yeah, that's pretty much their exit there. <laughs> but, but through all this, you know, I was, I was curious researching, I'm like, what happened to, to Tuba? She was the original one that had all the grand stories, and, you know, I, I was curious, like, was it legit? And then hysteria set in, and they never even got the witches. They just killed normal people, and the witches are like, this was our plan all along. <laughs> was to make you act crazy. Uh, but Tatuba sat in jail for about 13 months. So since she confessed early on, they didn't execute her because they wanted her to turn over the other witches or help identify. So, you know, so she would have spot conversations and things like that, give them what they need, and they kept her alive. Through, through that entire year. 
so the story, there's a couple different ways the story ends with Tatuba, but both end with her being released from jail and never seen again. Uh, one version of the story is a random good doer, if you will, bailed her out and set her free. Uh, and another story is that another family came through and paid her bill in exchange for ownership of her. And so she was still a slave, but then went to serve that family. It was a witch family. Uh, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> All right. So what do, what do you guys think about good old Salem trials? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Now, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I am pretty sure that the Vinny Vicky thing showed up in Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> oh, really? I'm pretty sure it did. Like, as soon as you said it, I'm like, I remember that from Fairly, Fairly, what is it? Is it called Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anyways. That, makes, that makes sense. They wouldn't allow bad fairies, right? Right. That, that would fall under that, that yeah, that Vinificium. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I had I had no idea that that stuff went that far back. I was really in the under the impression that like, you know, fourteen fifteen hundreds is really where it started at more than like three hundred BC. Right. Oh yeah, and I, I, I knew there were the things before that, but you know, we knew that it really took off in the fourteen hundreds. I never would have right. known it was that Pope, Pope Innocent. That was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For fourteen hundred years, our religion's been saying no, don't do this, and one guy caused a frenzy across an entire half of the world. Actually, the whole world, because it got over to America too, to for people to kill these people. I mean, just all it takes sometimes is get that one leader in, and you know, it can either be very good or very bad. So, and when people follow blindly. Yeah, being charismatic will do that for you. I must say he had to have been, or, or maybe he just had that kind of pull. Religion was a lot different then, too, I guess. People were more believers there then than they are now, in my opinion. But that may be per capita and how many people are on this fucking planet yeah. this day, yeah. these days, too, you know? And, too, with, with a name like Pope Innocent, too, you you just want to believe him, There's right? No like, right. He's a bad person. He's innocent. <laughs> he's just in his office he's like all right i know what we're gonna do today (laughs) pinky in the brain style (laughs) look i'm pretty sure at least 99.9 percent of the people that were killed were not witches or wizards or whatever you want to call them (laughs) that's this this isn't harry potter The wizarding, you are a wizard, Harry. Now get on the stake. <laughs> but, but I know, like, um, I watched a documentary. I think it's on Netflix about witches, and it dealt with the witch trials in England and how crazy that was. And um, one person there um, it started ramping up because um, King James at the time went to go get his bride from Norway or Poland and they were doing witch trials over there or no, she was supposed to come from there and they were doing witch trials over there and the ship almost 
sank in a storm and someone said it was witches that did it. So that started a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I think that's what started that government uh, decree you mentioned. And, um, but there's a story of this one guy where he was fixated on his servant lady and she, I think started courting another man. So he claimed her to be a witch and they did, uh, two types of torture. And here's a trigger warning for people. I'm going to talk about torture. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> one was what we would call tiddlywinks. You know, you guys probably heard the game tiddlywinks. You know, you try to flip a thing into something. Well, they had a thing. You put your fingers in this device and it was essentially like clamping down and it would disfigure your fingers. And they would do that until you confessed. And then another one was like they would take like your arms like this and um, like bind them in a certain way and it would cause like ribs and arms and stuff to break. And it was, yeah, they would do that until you confessed or died. So, but yeah, he did that to his servant because she wouldn't, she wouldn't give him something. (laughs) And you know, a lot of that went down all through history. It's like, no, if you went against somebody or they just didn't like how you were living your life, but they're witch kill them. Yep. (laughs) I, after the witch trials and witch hunts and everything died down, you know, we, we still kind of did that with, with women when they would express free will, essentially it's like, Oh, they have something wrong with them. And we put them in mental institutions where then they'd get fucking lobotomies. (laughs) Yeah. And that went on through uh, like the 1950s, right? I mean, that's been pretty recent. Yeah. 60s. Yeah. I was going to say that's been at least the last 50 years. Like 50, 60 what's, years. What's crazy though, um, to kind of dive into a little bit of that history is if you notice when people started moving out West, women started gaining more power where there was no official government. In fact, what was it? Nebraska or Wyoming? They had a female governor and this is in the 1800s and they asked to join uh, the United States and the United States said, all right, y'all can join. We'll have to change your governor. And they said, no. <laughs> so. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. Sorry, women for the past. Yeah. We're pro women rights and anti burning you and giving you lobotomies. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to give somebody right. something to cut out and make <laughs> it sound bad. I'll say something. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody will come digging back into these old files. They're like, right. I knew it. <laughs> Women haters. You have to take a lot of what we say, people, as sarcasm and jokes. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. We got some pretty dark humor. Like, it, get, it gets deep. This is mild compared to how we really think about things. I mean, it makes sense. Like, the little girls, you know, um, being and especially the slave, what was her name? To uh, Tatuba, Tatuba. Um, it would make sense for her to uh, kind of come up with an elaborate story. If you think about it, she was saving her own life, you know. 
because elaborate story saying that there are a lot more people in the village signed the books and they're just using her to figure out who. I mean, these people probably treat her like garbage on a daily basis just because, you know, she was a slave. So screw these people. And I know that that's a common belief out there that even some say that she was tortured and that's why she confessed. But this this is where I knew we would spend a lot of our speculation on real or not real, you know, because where I got hung up on her just admitting it be, was the fact that these girls had the ailment. They had whatever was wrong with them, but didn't immediately come forth and say they were bewitched. The girls even didn't know what was going on with them, and the doctor said that. And then after that, the little girls are like, well, these are three weirdos, right? You know, the the slave, the homeless woman, and the the old lady. So they were doing the, the kid thing because that's what kids are going to view as witches, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's let's not look at the accused just yet. Just look at the little girls. Do you think they were actually bewitched, or is there something else that could have been going on with them? And you said how old were they? Uh, 9, 11, and 12, I believe. So right there at that puberty stage where their hormones are going to go crazy. They needed some reason to, and I'm not saying this is what it is, but they could have needed some reason to justify why they were acting the way they were acting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they didn't, maybe they didn't know. I mean, times were a lot different then. You know, would you, when's that to the 1400s or whatever? 1600s. Yeah. Yeah. This is 1692. Yeah. Times were a lot different. If if you notice, it's also almost like a class issue. I'm not saying, you know, that the little girls, but I mean, kids back then, they knew class, they knew status, they knew all that, you know, and, um, but I mean, you got the slave, the homeless girl, and the old lady. So, it, to me, it kind of screams classist. Well, yeah, for them accusing, I, I think they just mm. pick the, the 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 people who don't matter. Yeah, right. But for them to act, so where where I started thinking, so the daughter and the niece, or the two two of the girls were the daughter and the niece of the mm-hmm. town pastor, right? And if you were working with some demonic entity, I'm not going to say it was the devil, if it was real. I don't think that's real, but I think they would have been working with some demonic entity. It makes sense to target that Mm -hmm. family, right? Mm. And I get what you're saying, Josh. There's a a ton of different ailments. Could have been puberty, could have been just acting out, you know, all all of this stuff. But it's still kind of weird that it was three of them all at once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now... The girls that all followed the group of 10 girls that immediately after started acting crazy, that could have been copycat stuff. I, yeah. I, I can definitely rule that out. But these first three, all at the same time, it's just a little odd to me. Yeah, that does, that does seem a little weird. I didn't, I didn't think about it being all at the same time. And two of which being related to that town... Pastor. I don't think they called him pastor. Probably Reverend. That's that's yeah. the word I'm gonna use. Reverend. That was it. Yeah. And it and and this was the time of the witch trials, right? Like this was height like the the height of the witch tri- Is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. Yeah, the the peak. The, 
the peak of it in Europe would have been just about a decade before. But okay. word travels <laughs> slow. So <laughs> yeah, right. Man, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if if one of those three actually did do something to him. Like, you know, we always hear the stories of like the old lady at the end of the road, she's a witch, yeah. you know. You hear those kinds of stories. Um, so I could probably write the old lady off to a story like that. Um, but we know that a lot of slaves, I mean, my understanding of it is they practiced voodoo and stuff of that nature. So that is, I guess, technically a form of witchcraft, if you think about it. And maybe they did. Maybe the one of the slaves did something. Uh, what was the slave's name? T- what is her name? Yeah, Tatuba. Tatuba. Is it T A T? How do you spell it's it? It's like T I Tuba. T I Tuba. T I Tuba did it. <laughs> <laughs> Tatuba. Okay. Yeah, and she was from uh, Barbados. Puts it right there within oh. uh, voodoo territory. For that time. Yeah. And, and, and voodoo or not, like any sort of, like, let's look at modern day witchcraft. And I'm assuming that it's not changed a lot through the years. It's, it's using elements of nature, herbs, crystals, uh, to create everything from medicinal potions to hex bags and things like that. So it's, it's not like you have to make a deal with the devil, devil, or have to be bad and, like any one of us three could just choose right now to be a witch if we so wanted and just start practicing the stuff. Uh, but I, I know what you're getting at. So I don't know what countries are heavier on voodoo or which ones are just witchcraft, but whatever, whatever the case was, it's yeah, you're right. It's very possible that she knew how to do these things and it's not devil possessing, junk she threw on the three little girls it could have just been i found these certain herbs that i know is gonna make them go crazy because yeah. two of them live in the house that i'm a slave to ayahuasca would they have known about that and i'm sure she could have gotten her hands on it and i ayahuasca would have made them crazy that's like that's a hell of a hallucinogenic drug uh, but i know that was used a lot back back then if you, just speaking on herbs, of course, like right. it's just because that's what ayahuasca is. I'm not sure I've ever even heard of that. Oh, really? Oh man, ayahuasca's like some potent shit, supposedly. I was to say, have you tried it? No, but I actually I want <laughs> I want to. I'm not gonna lie, I want to try it. I'm not gonna be like, no, I wouldn't want to. No hell, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I want to. Huh. I mean, yeah, just a quick little read on it. Okay, so it's got the DMT in it. Where is it predominantly found? I think think it's in Africa or Mm. in the Amazons or something, but that doesn't mean she couldn't Uh, have got her hands on it again. It was... Mm -hmm. All it takes is a little bit, apparently, so... Okay, yeah. There's a lot of it in Peru, Brazil, Colombia, Bolivia, Venezuela, and Ecuador. Oh, so it's on this side. Which and where was she from? Yeah, from Barbados. Yeah, Barbados. Which is not far from any of those places. I mean, relatively speaking. 
Yeah. Now I'm mapping this. <laughs> Wait, why isn't maps telling me? All right, Barbados. Well, that's about twelve thousand miles, but not twelve thousand, twelve hundred. But I feel like it's one of those things, though, that if she is practicing <clears throat> a form of voodoo or or something of that nature, she might have those herbs mm-hmm. already. It it isn't like today where um, every plant that's known is like, oh, can't have that. Oh, you gotta go to jail for that. Oh, you know, it's not like that. Uh, so they oh, could yeah. travel with whatever. Yeah, and especially if they you know captured her, however that happened. They're not going to dump out a bag of herbs, right? Right. I think at this point in time, herbalists weren't considered witches as much as they used to be. Now, I could be completely wrong about that. Right. Well, now, I think it, it's twisted a little. So the herbalists were ignored up until Pope Innocent. Oh, okay. And okay. then that's that's when they started being considered witches. But... I, then it faded away that it was herbs that they were using. Then it was just, oh, it's devil, it's demon shit, mm. you know. And mm. so they certainly wouldn't have questioned a bag full of herbs. And right, obviously, still didn't. <laughs> They're yeah. just like, nope, it's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> right. So just so y'all know, the U.S. Forest Service has a whole page on hallucinogens. Download that page, Tommy. Download it. Mm-hmm. Download it. I act like I'm a drug addict over here or something. Let me get that DMT. <laughs> I think it's funny because even modern day, you talk about the herbalist. That's that's all witchcraft is, and it drives me crazy that even still today, if you say that you practice witchcraft to somebody, it's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's a bad thing. Like, it's just like anything else. As long as you're not hurting anybody, what difference does it make? Yeah, right. And we we've actually used. You know, witchcraft techniques and like ghost hunting. Like oh, several, yeah. like several the, times. The seance. Dalian yeah, the seance. The, yeah, the crystals we use, um, the moon water, the, the oh, moon yeah. water pump. Yeah, yep. so we, we utilize it actually frequently. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's wild. But I do have, speaking of that, it's that stuff and the equipment that we use, the book that you're talking about that they, made for these these which like you know whatever is it in the same context as like I, I you've seen i've seen a few of them for sale on the internet like the old um like vampire it's like a vampire killing kit you could buy you know it has a cross it's got the this wooden stake but it always had a little book in it and is that i wonder if that's the same book is like what you're talking about it's like the how-to guide you know yeah i think essentially yeah it was broken down into three parts so yeah the malleus maleficarum if you look it up you can still buy it too i actually thought about buying it (laughs) but it's it is broken up into three parts and it is a how-to like how to identify witches uh then it's like why they do what they do and why it's evil and then part three is how to torture them, how to execute them, like what means can you use to expose, torture, and then execute them. So it's it's definitely a how-to. That's wild. I never would have thought in, in all these 
that there was a how to like you all like i said you always see the little toolkit that <laughs> killing vampires right i saw one for sale on on etsy on uh, ebay and i was like dude i want that so bad it was 300 bucks though um but it was the full kit like everything was in there but i don't know if it was like obviously it wasn't an old like 1800s it looked like it was but i don't i wouldn't have believed that it was actually yeah, that old right. but that's pretty wild to think that they had ones for witches too i never knew that oh yeah shit i'm sure there's one for everything there's probably a werewolf one out there <laughs> oh yeah probably is all right but i like that herb theory that Tatuba had it since she is from, I know I'm at Brazil, but when you zoom out, like all those countries are relatively close and they're going to be trading stuff and right. travelers coming through and could definitely just be an herbalist who poisoned the people. Maybe the third girl was involved because she was visiting the other two girls over there. And that was just an accident. She had made some cupcakes or something or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever people ate in the 1600s. Uh, <laughs> Apparently on that one episode Tommy did where they danced everybody to death. Was that Tommy's mm. episode that did that? Everybody danced to death. No. We come up with the the psilis, what was the yeah the mm. ergot. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. So everybody yeah. was just doing mushrooms and, <laughs> and ayahuasca. Apparently in the 1600s. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> do you do you think she was acting alone, or do you think anyone else in the village was with her? I think in those times that your your village reverend, as they called him, I guess, would that be village? I guess, whatever, town reverend was probably pretty high up there in the rankings and was very, what's the word I'm looking for? Revered. Is that the, is that the word? Revered. Whatever the fucking word is. Anyways, they looked up to him, and I think... Um, Maybe she was she had a grudge, possibly. I don't know, you know. And she, she may have acted alone. I think. If it's just those three, if it's just those three, the other ten you talked about, maybe not so much. But yeah, that's where you got a question like, uh, were they being copycats, or yeah. were they actually bewitched? They're just all junkies. <laughs> that's just it. All of them, <laughs> the three little girls and everybody behind them. <laughs> what? A- Tatuba made, you know, the 12 cupcakes. I'm just going to stick with cupcakes. <laughs> and so the two girls that live in the house were eating them and shared with the one other girl. Mm-hmm. Well, then all the all the hoopla started and they were out of the house and the other 10 girls knew there were cupcakes. So they broke in the house and ate the remaining 10 cupcakes. That's a sound theory. Cupcakes are worth breaking into somebody's house. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> It was like the whole cartoon thing. They were on the windowsill, and you see the little smell trail going through the air. It's got this little finger. It's like, come on. Come on. <laughs> They're all floating through the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love cartoons. Apparently, this is the episode of cartoons. I don't, you know, we've talked about them a lot this episode. I feel like Tommy's working really. on something big over there. <laughs> well, you should have been like, you goddamn right I am. He's just looking up cupcake recipes now from the, the 1690s. I don't even know if they had cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's a sad time to exist before cupcakes. Man, right? 
But they were skinny, so I guess that's probably why. <laughs> oh, Lord. Cupcakes weren't invented until 1796. <laughs> Dang, that was 100 years away. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of the 1700s, a couple of fun facts for you guys. So, you know, the last witch execution in America was in 1706, and it was a Grace Sherwood. Mm. Nice. So... There were still executions after Salem. Obviously, that was pretty big. And, you know, they had them randomly all over, but that was the last one. And uh, the last one in Europe was in 1727. And it was a Janet Horn. It was the last witch execution. That, on the books. On the books, it was the last one. Oh, yeah. The last legally sanctioned one. I mean, they, they still, I mean, we've seen hillbillies kill people because they said they, she was a witch, you know, in the last 10 years, you know? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> that bitch made my penis it. She's a witch. Nah, that's something else, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they hanged her. <laughs> <laughs> they smashed her between two horses. I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So they didn't do the standard ripping apart. They, they made the horses <laughs> smash her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> right. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, being smashed between two boulders. I Actually, I'm just really curious as to how they did that. I just picture, first of all, they have to push these two boulders at least up an incline of some sort. I don't know if they built a ramp or if they just had this special valley with two little like sloping things and they just pinned him in the middle. <laughs> You know what? I I didn't even think about it. How that is interesting. How yeah. I just googled to see if there was a diagram, and it's just pulling up a lot of random torture pictures. <laughs> Look a little further, you might find some bedside uh, apparatuses that. <laughs> no, right. He says I think the technical term is pressing. I do believe is the name of execution. No. And yeah, I'm like, maybe. okay, what is this picture? What's going on here? Oh my. <laughs> I'm like, death by pressing, and I don't know, there's like a, a box on the wall with their butt sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> Why is his hands out? Like, I'll catch it for you. Like, uh... it, it looks like he's dropping coins. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they used to have some wild-ass executions back oh, in the day. Right. Like, everybody thinks today's, you know, societal means of doing things is horrendous. It is not. This is child's play compared to what oh, it used to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the brazen bull just by itself, you know, sticking somebody inside of a brass bull and just setting them on fire. The the bull. Mm. Like, that's inhumane. Not back then, it wasn't. Oh, right. People cheered in the fucking streets for it. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't, you know, it's just crazy to me to think. Oh, right. And people, like, spent time designing slow, painful ways, too. Like, yes. I saw this one the other day. You're you're strapped up in a box, right, and bound, so you can't move your arms or legs, but your head is separate in a box. Mm. And they put, like, honey and stuff, like, on your ears and your nose and... 
stuff like that. And they leave you there. So bugs come in and start eating you. And you're essentially, your head is rotting while you're still alive. And while you're standing, cause you're forced to stand. So you have all this fatigue. And of course you're having to you know, do bodily functions on yourself. So then mm-hmm. different kind of bugs come up and start getting you from your feet because of that. And I'm like, That's- what could that person have done to deserve that? They stole an apple. <laughs> uh, have you heard the executions from like old Rome and stuff where they would uh, essentially tie you in a sack with a rooster and a monkey and something else and then throw you in a rate in a river? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's interesting. <laughs> Strongest wins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you're not stronger than the monkey. Unless it's like one of those tiny, like, little stay-at-home monkeys everybody seems to own. I don't know what those are called. Stay-at-home monkeys? <laughs> Capuchin monkey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you just say capuchin? Capuchin. <laughs> what? Capuchin. Isn't it capuchin? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know either one of those, so I can't say shit. At the uh, map of Salem in 1692. That is huge. Chloe, Chloe just took a damn trip to Salem to see what it was all about. I'm glad you said it. So that it's still a very witchy area. Mm-hmm. And yep. it said that the area might just have some energy to it, but that's yeah. that's that debate too. Does the area have energy, or is it touristy because this happened there? Yeah, I would like to go there in the off season yeah. just to see what it's. Yeah, because I heard they take like Halloween and stuff like that really like serious in a way, like decorations, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and beyond, you know, Halloween and stuff, it might be legit. It might be a source of energy. Uh, and I only compare that, so I've always been skeptical of these tourist towns like that. Uh-huh. And uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi is one of those that it's like, oh, the whole town's haunted. It's all haunted. No, that bitch is actually haunted. <laughs> and, you know, so. Yeah. From all the death that's happened there. Oh, right. <laughs> it's still, I think about it sometimes, how it was wild that every place you go, every gas station selling like a bowl of old Civil War bullets on the counter. Oh, man, right? Just and because like, there's so many from all yeah. that time ago because so many people were shot and killed there. <laughs> yeah, like, you're talking a bowl of a hundred fucking bullets mm, in every damn store. Right. Like, where did where did y'all go? Y'all just roamed around out here and found all these bullets? <laughs> well, what? They were talking about like, you would just go out there to dig up a garden and you'd just come across like bone fragments too and uh, mm-hmm. bullets yeah. and yeah. cannonballs yeah. and all that other stuff. <clears throat> I, it's, it's wild. And that's still to this day. <laughs> you can still just yeah. find a random skeleton like, oh, there we go. Oh, and we stayed in uh, the McRaven house. That's in Vicksburg, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it, didn't they have a, there was like a cannonball in the wall or something, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, that had yeah. flown through the wall and just got yeah. launched there. Yeah. yeah, that's a hell of a place. But Well, do the maps on Salem have anything 
no, catching I'm your eye, here, uh, just seeing like the layout of how it would be back then, and just in the border, uh, it gives you like little legends for homes and the church, the old meeting house, training grounds, the place where the execution took place. But um, there are over 123 homes in this village limit with inside the border. Oh, I mean, that's pretty yeah, big I, for I, back I, No, every time I thought of Salem, it does, I was thinking that. It does seem like it. Like, essentially little, like, I don't want to say southern because this isn't in the south, but, you know, that little town with the main street and the church at the end or the meeting hall at the end and, you know, few houses dotting here and there. If this is right, there's probably over 300 people probably live within. And and 200 people were tried during the Salem trial. So they, they tried pretty much everybody. Some guy was like, there's too many people here. I'm tired of this. He started spreading rumors. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, there's the... And then just spliced in, you know, a couple dogs that wouldn't stop barking at night. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking witches too. Kill them. <laughs> they did the execution for the witches. Wow. Okay, that's the town of Salem. Okay. Never mind. I got it all wrong. My bad. And what's this line that says the boundaries of the village? Bounds mm. of the village. And it's nowhere near the village. Okay. Uh, oh. So I was wrong, guys. Are you on the Wikipedia well, version? Yeah, actually. <laughs> but it's an actual map. <laughs> so. That's funny. Somebody was like, ah, that looks like a good place for it. But <laughs> I didn't know the town of Salem was that close to like uh, two waters flowing next to it. North River and South River. Okay. So one above it and one below it. As above, so below. Sorry. That's a satanic thing. Sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm just over here thinking the bounds of the village sounds like a metal band. Oh, it does. We are the bounds of the village. <laughs> you guys ready for another fun fact yeah. about Salem? No. Yeah. So I told you the government was like, sorry, and left, right? Yeah. Well, they started a long time later, you know, not in any of these people's lifetimes, but thinking they should exonerate people that were falsely accused, right? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, you know, they did that randomly here and there. Can you guess when the last wrongfully accused witch was exonerated? 1990. All right. Well, it was 2022. No fucking way. Yes. (laughs) What? Yeah. In July of 2022... Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was exonerated. She was the last Salem witch that had not been excused at that point. I feel like that could have all been done so with one blanket <clears throat> thing. <laughs> well, apparently, it, they just they just reevaluated each case. Like, let's relook at the evidence. 
And apparently, old Elizabeth had some strong evidence that it took them till 2022 to be like, all right, she's not a witch. She, <laughs> she was executed wrongfully. I'm sure she'll love for us to exonerate her. You know how I said right. 99.9% .9 are not witches? She's that 0.1% that actually was. <laughs> that actually was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that might be it. And they were like, you know what? Let's, let's just do it. Let's be done with it. But on the evidence, it was like, no, she was seen like doing her little twinkly magic fingers and exploding heads walking down the street. You know, <laughs> <laughs> somebody signed an affidavit. <laughs> There's video of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's just a bunch. Sorry, this goes back to the Stone Age, but like I was just pictured a bunch of like stone plaques stacked up, and they're like, "All right, all right." Now you see this little video of her exploding heads. Some guys over there like spattling the fucking stones out of the way. Pictures drawn on them. I have evidence. I, I don't know why the Flintstones. <laughs> His name is Artist Innocent. We have to trust yeah. him. Yeah. 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 His name says it all. <laughs> it's the Pope in a fucking cloak. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he lived a hundred extra years or whatever it was. I don't know when he was actually the Pope. I don't remember. <laughs> I promise I'll listen to your story perfectly. <laughs> Like, uh, any wacky theories on this? Do we think aliens no, had any involvement? I, I think it is just a bunch of <laughs> stupid people. A bunch of oh, I was like, say it, say okay, hocus all right. <laughs> I just think it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Thunder. <laughs> all right. You're still a virgin, right? Can we uh, have you light the black flame candle? Let me go ask my son. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. It'll be fine. <laughs> Isn't there a, a ritual uh, for some religion where you like dip in water and then like you're born again virgin? Isn't that I a mean, thing? I mean, some forms of, I want to say some, some forms of Christianity kind of play into that where <clears throat> if you had sex out of wedlock, you could ask for forgiveness and essentially be spiritually reborn a virgin. No, Shane, you're an ordained minister. You got it. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll bless a bathtub full of water and we'll dip you in it, Tommy. And then have you light the candle. <laughs> I don't know if baptism's involved in it. I don't That's know. <laughs> I said something. <laughs> He's over there just what? drowning you. <laughs> Shane's like, oh, I'm just supposed to be baptizing you. He's just drowning you in the bathtub. <laughs> but but does it forgive sex you had while married? Because you said premarital. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the whole basis of oh. that type of um, ceremony or whatever. Is It's because you had sex out of wedlock and you're you either just came to Christ or you know you messed up as they put it and it's to re-cleanse your 
soul into a virgin soul. So. Well, we'll figure out. Wait, wait, what am I saying? The black flame candle doesn't exist. I'm trying to come up with something for that, but stuck in movie world. It, it does exist. I showed you guys the SEPA. When you light this certain chemical, it turns everything SEPA, and the flame is black. Oh, we'll just make a right. candle out of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So I bless the water. We need someone to like do some demon shit and bless that candle. <clears throat> yeah, I got you, bro. Are you an ordained demon, an ordained. Josh? <laughs> I, I might. I, I can. I'll Google search it, and we'll we'll get it finished tonight. Uh, I'll ordain myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's got to be the evil equivalent of ordainment, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, like we just slit a pig's throat, and cover you in its blood, or something. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wear its skin. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Tommy's slowly backing away like uh, this is becoming he's dangerous like, yeah he's, he's, he's no. not part of this conversation <laughs> I'm just picturing that we do that get you all demonized and my reverendicity and a picture that our powers combine <laughs> and then Tommy pops oh, out <laughs> that is scary <laughs> horrifying <laughs> nobody should see that <laughs> Everyone just see it. Uh, Only fans forward slash Josh and Shane. <laughs> All right, we we got to touch on what we think Tatuba actually did. Like, where do we mm-hmm. think she actually went? She could have went back to Barbados. Maybe so you, you think somebody just paid her bail uh, and let her free. Maybe. I mean, but the the problem with that that I would see with anybody paying her bail would be if you're pretty much caught helping anybody who's accused of being a witch, wouldn't they suspect? And I mean, like, not besides defending them in court or trial, but like giving them food or something like that, wouldn't you be considered a... I don't want to say a witch, but at least a aid in the uh, service of Satan, as it were. I guess. And maybe that's why they let her sit there. While they released everybody else, mm. they still had her sitting in jail 13 mm-hmm. months later. But that... So somebody got her out. But you make a really valid point. But maybe that's why that's where that story ends because maybe they they did bewitch the person or gave them some some herb mm. to calm them and let them accept the bail, and so she wasn't alone. And there were other people in the village, and they got her out and went on yeah. to the next one. So, so what is the story exactly that you have of her getting out? Because I don't it, remember what you said. Yeah, it was either. Uh, it was one or two versions. One is that someone just kindly paid her bail and set her free. Mm-hmm. And one is somebody paid her bail in exchange of ownership of her, and she remained a slave with that new mm-hmm. person, that new family, and moved yeah. away. Oh, okay. Okay, that that throws my theory out the window then. I, th- I kind of thought it was something like that. Not. I was thinking that 
you know, speaking on the herbalist side of things, that maybe she would have found something to slow her heart rate down to the point where they thought she was dead and took her out. I didn't know that somebody paid, but it is on books that somebody paid her bail, whether a good version or a bad version. Somebody paid it. What if if it's all hogwash and... What if it's all? <laughs> no. No. Well, I mean, no. What, what if? What if she didn't leave? What if? Because she was a slave, and we know how our ancestors treated slaves back then. Um, who's to say they didn't kill her? And then just when someone asked, like, how come she? You know, well, she let free. Oh yeah, someone paid her bail and she ran off. Because she leaves in both stories, never to be seen again. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a sucky end, but it does mm. check out. Yeah. You know, and who knows? I mean, they could have been torturing her the whole time. I mean, because at that time, you know, slaves did not have the same, had any rights, actually. So, I mean, while she's in prison, <laughs> given all this stuff, maybe they would still just torture her and someone just took it too far you know even after everything was mm-hmm. over yeah very plausible now you I'm got sorry. me all sad i was hoping she was out there and killing well, killing more people well, let me all over ask the, country. the actual question <laughs> that i know our listeners and everybody's dying to ask what did the two dogs do so one was caught, bent into a position that was just no oh, human. He was licking do. his wiener. Hmm. Yes, and therefore pleasuring himself, and therefore was against God. Yeah, that sounds like a witch to me. The other one intentionally pooped on the reverend's mm-hmm. lawn. He specifically mm-hmm. targeted the house because he knew he was a reverend. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. They were definitely working for the devil. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other explanation whatsoever. And y'all shouldn't think so either. And that four-year-old was the most guilty of all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> when they approached her on the stand and they said, are you a witch? And she says, yeah, I'm a witch. Woogity boogity. <laughs> I mean, she admitted to it. <laughs> Wasn't her name Dorothy Good? Uh, I think yeah. so. That sounds. And right. then you had the other one, the homeless lady. Her name was Good. Yeah, oh, okay. she was the daughter of okay. Sarah. I saw that up when I was looking through the Wikipedia. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, I didn't want to sway opinions and have people ask. Well, she was a homeless lady's offspring. Of course, she's evil. Well, yeah. yeah. I know how you guys think. Yeah, I mean, right. if, if if you were born homeless, you're just totally evil. You were the devil incarnate. Do you do you think the Reverend had a lot to do with a lot of this? Like even the first three, you know, like they came back. Doctor said, "Oh, you're bewitched," and the Reverend's like, "We have to do something about this. Who caused it? I think it was these three people." Yeah. Yeah, he could have done some behind the scenes 
encouraging for the little girls mm-hmm. to point out certain people he did mm-hmm. that he didn't mm-hmm. like in the community. Maybe that's even mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But he owned the slave. You th- you don't think he'd want to lose to Tuba? Well, right? I mean, again, we we know how our ancestors treated slaves. So, <clears throat> I mean, maybe she wasn't working out for him, and to put it in a nice, nicer way of saying it, I guess. Then, yeah, that's better than what I would have said. He just did it because he needed yeah, somebody to point at. Yeah. Mm, no. You know. Got to make an example mm. out of somebody, you know. And if and to keep her, I bet he had a hand in keeping her alive for that long if it was his slave. Yeah, he could have been um I don't want to say in love with her, but hey, he you, you know, and she didn't reciprocate or maybe he was doing other things, you know, that aren't love. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, beer fingers. Oh. Hey, that reminds me, like, there's a new Salad Fingers episode really? coming out, y'all. <laughs> I like the best yeah. against my I'm Salad excited. Fingers. It's quite orgasmic. It's like episode 13. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Sorry. Uh, uh, did you get paid to say that? Was that a No, no, I, I wish I had, though. <laughs> um, but it's just the beer thing. The beer fingers made me think uh, about it. Right. <laughs> I was about to say, we just had a brought to you by Carl's <laughs> Jr. moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. We made our own Timu commercial, and we weren't no. paid for that. So. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have two packages on my way from now. I ordered a bunch of shit one day, and the very next day I turned around and oh, ordered a goodness. bunch of more shit. <laughs> I, I got shit coming, too. I still haven't ordered anything. <laughs> Dude, I ordered a rug to go underneath my chair that's a giant Ouija board rug. I, I saw that. Yeah. 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 And then I got a, I needed a black light bulb that's an actual black light bulb for my cabinet with all of my uranium glass in it. Okay. Kind of found one on there. So, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Here's one of my last things it's a imitation GoPro with the waterproof case. Nice. $17. Does it work good? Oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't put it underwater yet. Hey, that'd be good for investigations, cool. though. Yeah. Well, no, why do you saying. think I bought it, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> so what we do, man. We do it out of love. <laughs> out of love. All right. Well, I think we've covered this one from top to bottom. So you guys want to do some some final thoughts on it? Yeah. Give a summary of what you think actually went down. Yeah. Um, I think old Reverend had a hand, like Tommy mentioned, you're just just recently had a hand in in the start of all of this. It's, was him and the three girls at the same time? Am I? That is right, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I think he had a hand in it, but I I, I want to say too that Tatuba 
was really just an herbalist. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to blame this on Tatuba. She did this. She gave those three little girls some crazy shit, some ayahuasca, whatever it was. Made them crazy. And uh, the other girls were copycats. Uh, I need to own one of those books to know how to kill witches. Pretty sure Tommy's a witch, but he doesn't admit it. Damn. I don't know. I'm totally going to buy one so we can try some of the methods. We can tie him to cinder blocks and throw him in a lake, and if he dies, he's not a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You down for that? Just sit there. Oh, okay. I was going to say just sit there and stare away and blankly, uh, but uh, to full-on agree with it, that's okay, too. (laughs) If he lives, though, can we use the boulder method for termination? No, drowning. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Just drowning? Will you wear a GoPro? (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll red room this shit. We got it. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Anybody who knows the dark web knows about red rooms. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yeah, that's... We know the trials were real, so... uh, There's no debating that. I think... uh, I really think to Tuba had a lot of hands in this um mainly to it may have been just to save her own ass which i can't blame her for that but uh i also think that possibly she was just killed at the end of it all and they just say she was set free because somebody bonded her out but yeah i think that's where i'm at with those situations You look lost, Tommy. What are you doing? Looking at stuff. Oh, is it my turn? (laughs) You were on Timu, weren't you? (laughs) Look at at that face. (laughs) Look, so my final thoughts are that Josh going to call people out like that is just rude. And I vote that he should spin around in circles. But, <clears throat> yeah. My whole head? No. My thoughts are, I just, I don't I don't think any of them were witches. I think it was, and I'm not going to say there probably wasn't somebody um, within that area that might have practiced uh, some form of witchcraft. Um, but, and especially uh, Totuba, you know, um, there's a high probability she probably did. I mean, I don't really know um, if she was converted in Barbados or converted when she got to um, Salem or what, but <clears throat> but I just firmly don't truly believe that um, any of these people were or witches. I, I agree with Josh um, a lot on the Reverend had something to do with it. The doctor's not really known at the time. They, the girls probably ate something or, you know, wound up eating pot uh, <laughs> or, or sometimes because <laughs> right. you look at, um, there's a bunch of flowers and stuff that can cause marigolds. Certain versions of marigolds can cause hallucinate, uh, hallucin hallucinations 
uh, salvia is still in America, you know, and who's to say they didn't chew on some type of grass or, you know, whatever, thought it was incense playing something and wound up causing these effects and doctors not really knowing were just like, yeah, you're witches. You've been bewitched. So, and then after that, I think it was just a power grab. People who didn't like anybody would say something um, and all that. And as far as Tutuba, I I feel she was probably uh, not freed. Okay. And yes, I was on Timu. Oh, <laughs> oh, I knew that. No worry. All right, so so to start and agree agree with Josh that I. I know it said herbalist, but essentially it is a witch, right? That is a form of witchcraft. So I do believe it started with Tatuba. I do believe there were others involved. Uh, it could have actually even been Sarah Good and uh, the other Sarah, the elderly woman, and maybe she was teaching them her ways. Um, I think she confessed to all the crazy, demonic, weird stuff that the devil came to her and all of that, I think was a scare tactic. I think she was a very intelligent woman and said that to really freak them out. And I I think that was the plan because she did want these people dead. Mm -hmm. And she said that was the goal right there at the beginning. And from her doing that and saying those things did cause the death of at least 25 people. Uh, so yeah, I, I think she was angry. She was taken from her home. She did something through some some herbs and some witchcraft and, and poisoned the first three. The other girls were copycats. I do believe that as well. But I do think there were others involved, and I, I, I want to be positive with the end of the story and that one of those others involved got her out. I, I feel in my gut that that didn't happen. I think you guys are right there. <laughs> but I want to believe that she was released because overall, not a bad person. She, she was just tired of living that life and punished those that needed to be punished. So she should so she could get away. But yeah, no devils, no demons, but yes, witchcraft, yes, executions. Yes. Others involved. Uh, and it, with, if we visit, at any some point and like kind of evaluate the area for energy. I, I think there could be something there that heightens something. You know, we have two of our paranormal triangles that touch Massachusetts. Um, I think there's even been a dude that disappeared there or reappeared there through one of those type situations. So Massachusetts as a state is a charged paranormal place. And that East coast, we have talked about, I mean, 20 different stories that happen on the East Coast. Uh, so the, it very well could have been more. It could have been some spiritual involvement, and maybe there was some entity that talked to Tatuba and convinced her to do it. But I can't say that far until visiting the place. So so if we ever visit it, we might you know, come back and do a little, what do you call it, a little additional note like, hey, after further evaluation, we do believe that this was demons. <laughs> Everything is demon. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go there and all three get possessed. At the same damn time. Yes. 
Good stuff. Well, thank you guys for having this conversation with me and uh, really enjoyed it. It was a, a nice episode of the premier paranormal podcast in the known world. I was trying to think of another P word. I couldn't think of one. Planet. The known place. Uh, planet. Damn it. The planet. Damn it. That was such a low hanging fruit. I missed it. It was. It was. <laughs> you should always have a thesaurus, man, right there. <laughs> Right there. Well, everybody, if you liked what you heard, drop a drop a like, give us a review, go follow us on all social medias. Order some dang merch. We need to sell some shirts, guys. Uh yeah. they're cool shirts. And for the month of September 2023, in case you're listening to this in the future, uh, you get a pack of 10 free paranormal stickers with every purchase from our store, and it is on Etsy. And uh I think we have competitively priced merchandise so go check us out yeah i uh, got a patreon if you want to see the video and look at us sharing our screens and making faces at each other that's mm-hmm. it's always for a good laugh and those are unedited too so anytime tommy says something we're embarrassed of and we edit it out you'll be able to see that there on that it's video. all the time yeah <laughs> we all say embarrassing shit okay <laughs> But thanks again for tuning in, and uh, as always, let us know what you think, because these are just our thoughts. We want to know yours. Oh, I added too much. The end. (laughs) The end. (laughs) 